With your coronavirus update for Tuesday, March 15th, I'm Jim Watkins. All of this information is at your fingertips at candidlyspeaking.net. First, the U.S. trends in cases and fatalities, along with the latest VAERS update on adverse effects. Then news with impact. First, U.S. trends, week-to-week ending March 14th, 991,000 deaths from COVID-related illness since the pandemic began in the United States in late January of 2020. 56,282,000 people have been infected with COVID and recovered, according to the CDC. Deaths represent 2% of all cases of serious infection. On Tuesday, there were 326 COVID-related deaths reported in the United States. On average, about 979 people per day are continuing to succumb to COVID-related deaths, but that's down 23% from the previous week. 58% off from exactly one month ago, a glimmer of good news in the consistent decrease in COVID-related deaths which continue in the United States. In terms of cases, the U.S. has been dropping consistently also since January 16th when we peaked with over 808,000 cases in one day. That number has dropped to 32,066 as of March 14th representing a 96% drop in new cases since January. That is a headline. On Tuesday, no state exceeded triple-digit deaths, though California recorded 96 fatalities from COVID-related illness. Texas reported 28. Arkansas also reported 28 deaths. Minnesota was fourth in the nation with 16 deaths. And North Carolina reported 13 COVID-related deaths on Monday. Do global numbers reflect the U.S. trends? Let's take a look. COVID cases are up slightly around the world at 6.7% with 1.6 million average daily cases. Deaths from COVID are down 16% to just over 5,800 deaths per day, according to the World Health Organization. Hardest-hit countries are Russia, Hong Kong, Indonesia, and South Korea. There are 13 countries reporting triple-digit deaths. That represents about 65% of all COVID-related deaths worldwide. And now the update on the VAERS report. The CDC publishes these weekly reports of incidents involving patients who have received a vaccination. And the numbers ending March 4th worldwide, just over 2 million adverse effects reported, including 138,200 hospitalizations, 34,500 deaths, rounded to the nearest uh, number, 94,000 cases of anaphylaxis, 14,500 cases of Bell's palsy so far, a form of facial nerve damage. Just under 13,000 heart attacks have occurred with patients receiving a vaccine, 4,200 miscarriages, and 46,100 cases of permanent disability. And now, news with impact. Pfizer CEO Albert Riorle on Sunday said the vaccine maker plans to submit data on a fourth dose of its COVID-19 vaccine to the U.S. FDA because protection after three doses is, quote, not good against infections and, quote, doesn't last very long when faced with a variant like Omicron. Borla said Sunday on CBS's Face the Nation that a fourth dose of its COVID-19 vaccine will be necessary to maintain manageable levels of hospitalization and mild infections. 
The company plans to submit data on a fourth dose to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration later this month. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul co-authored legislation that would eliminate Dr. Fauci from the head of the National Institutes of Health, citing irresponsible and often misleading information that had great effect on U.S. policy, according to Rand Paul, forcing millions of people to go unemployed, shuttering businesses, and closing schools, which Paul says one person should not be empowered with that much authority. All remaining COVID virus travel rules will end for people who arrive in the U.K. after 4 a.m. on Friday the 18th, according to Transport Secretary Grant Shapps. Currently, all passengers arriving in the U.K. are required to fill out a passenger locator form. Adults who are not fully vaccinated have had to take a pre-departure test and a day two post-arrival test. The government said all of the remaining managed hotel quarantine capacities will be eliminated at the end of March. It's expected the moves will boost travel to the U.K. over the Easter holiday. L.A. County Schools, the largest school district in the United States, announced this week they will continue to enforce mask mandates among its students through the end of March, though many states and municipalities have relaxed mask mandates. And as expected, late last week, President Joe Biden killed a bill that would have ended the Emergency Use Authorization Act, which allows the federal government to implement vaccine mandates prior to FDA authorization and continue mask mandates on all federal property, including mass transportation, such as airport and train stations. And the coronavirus update will continue to follow trends and effects of the coronavirus and now approaching 1 million downloads. So we want to take a moment and thank all those who support this podcast around the world. Thanks to our many partners at Anchor.fm, Spotify, also Google, and iTunes, along with TuneIn.com, supporters of the Coronavirus Update. With your Coronavirus Update for Tuesday, March 15th, I'm Jim Watkins.